<clears throat> Can someone please turn my mic up? Oh, wait, that's my job. Is life really happening and you need a moment to silence the noise? Well, you are in the right place. I am Sarah J, your host, the creator, and the founder of The Shameless Brand. You are now tuning in to Sincerely Shameless, the podcast. Hello, good people. Hello, shameless people. What's up, ladies? I did the analytics and the fellas aren't with us. Um, it's 100% women, so that's okay. So what's up, ladies? What's going on? Um, I just want to say we are at episode four and I have promised you guys eight episodes with a small break and a season two. And um, I've spoken with the CEO. I've spoken with the COO, the curator, the founder, and everybody else in the C-suite, which is me. And we have approved season two. <laughs> Already, it's already approved. Um, so I just want to give a round of applause and a major shout out to God for giving me the strength to continue to get up and do this um, every week, week after week, um, day after day, just collecting my thoughts and putting myself out here to be vulnerable enough to share it to the people that do listen. I want to thank Hewlett Packard. I hope I'm saying that right. Yes, HP, thank you. What's up? What's up? I'd also go ahead and like to thank... Um, what was my other thing? Oh, Anchor. Yes. Oh, how could I forget about Anchor? This is a streaming platform that we are using so that you guys can get this good um, girl time, this good podcast, this good shameless um, movement that we got going on here. And then also, you know, G Power, aka Georgia Power, you know, and um, the finances to pay the Georgia Power bill. Those are the only um, tools and resources that I use to um, pull this amazing thing off. So I just want to go ahead and thank them again. Thank you guys. Y'all are the GOAT. Okay. Um, so I'm going to be honest. Um, this, this episode is going to be a little bit of a whirlwind. It's a little bit of a roller coaster, emotional one. Um, go ahead, Vivian Green, you know, and, um, if I sound a little strained or like it hurts for me to speak, um, you are not being deceived because it does hurt to speak. Um, why, why does it hurt for me to speak? Your girl went and got braces, not for the first time, but the second time. And yes, um, this was by choice and not by force. Why? Why do you ask? Because your girl was sitting on a date trying to be cute and was squeezing a straw through the back of her teeth. That is when it dawned on me that I had an issue, okay? That is when it became very clear that um, my first go-round of braces were not as successful Um as I paid them to be. Amen. So um, sometimes you got to go back and do it again. So um, when you skip a step, just know that step's going to come right back. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> um, so that is what that is. So y'all, um, y'all know I love a good story. So um, I want to just talk about quickly the value of self-check-ins. Um, it's really important to daily check in with yourself. I don't know if you guys do this. Um, I don't know if this is going to be a new practice or if you have your own um, setup, but checking in with yourself is important um, for a multitude of reasons. But the three reasons that I kind of collected was um, it reduces shock, it allows for preparation, and um, it soothes the transition process. So, where is this coming from, right? Um, so recently, <laughs> actually, guys, funny story, while I was laying um, on the table getting or the, the chair, whatever it's called, getting my braces put back in, I got a contact from a, a, 
an email from HR and um, working for the company that I was working for and I've signed an NDA, so I can't necessarily say, but if you know, you know, okay. Um, I was told that I no longer had a job and it was a, you know, due to a reduction in workforce. And um, let's rewind back to March, okay? So, and this is what a, the the value of a daily check-in a daily. If you can get to a weekly, monthly, but let me tell you, when you daily check-in, you can reflect so that you're not living in the past of a blessing that you thought was so great when in actuality, every day that led up to it, you felt it. So back in March, I was um, saddened with not getting my bonus. And if you guys uh, follow the Fragile Pieces podcast, I spoke about that for a whole episode. I was disheartened. I was downtrodden. I was bamboozled, hoodwinked, knocked over the head on the floor, like call some help. Um, Why didn't I get a bonus? I don't want to speak on it because that's money that's not even there in my bank account. However, like I said, I felt all the, brev- the 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 previous adjectives or whichever words those are that I just announced or just said. Um, so that day was like the early onset of my unhappiness. Um, I, I had a job that was paying bills, and it's nice to pay bills, especially when you've had nothing, when you've been homeless before, you ain't had no food, um, and you can't pay Georgia Power to do what you got to do, and sleeping on folks' couches and on the floor. So it's a blessing to be able to pay some d- bills, right? However, it can also be a burden knowing that you're showing up miserable just to pay some bills, right? These bills don't own you. So I was daily checking in, and I saw myself withering day by day, just chipping away piece by piece, like rolling over. I, I mean, I'm sleeping with the laptop so I can just, I'm, I mean, a call at eight, I'm, I'm scramming at 7.52, like, all right, <laughs> what's this call about to be about now? What's some, what are these extra tasks? What are these extra things? Um, I watch people get let go after let go after let go. And I'm like, yo, this is a bit exhausting. So I was checking in daily. And so fast forward to July 28th, around 920. Yes, a sister has a timestamp, okay? Because sometimes you need to have a time. So when the Lord come back around and bless you, you can say, you know what? (laughs) He did it again a year later or a week later or a day later at 920. Um, So when I... um, so if we're fast forwarding to that, I um, got the call. You guys, I honestly was not shocked. I was like, you know what? This season, I cannot quit because of the climate and um, what's going on. However, I can be let go. Because sometimes you got to quit at things and sometimes you got to wait for something to let you go. And that was in that moment that I was grateful for those daily check-ins. I was not shocked. You know, I was prepared. I had, you know, already start revamping my resume. My resume was ready. I had already started, you know, my other side hustle is doing here. So I was already starting back doing that. I had already um, completed out all the rest of the episodes for the podcast and for the blog. And I would just gotten an email that same day, 10 minutes afterwards, like, Hey, you've just been featured in another magazine. And I'm like, it's amazing. So I want to encourage you guys. That's not the whole episode, but in short, I want to encourage you guys to continue to check in daily. Um, it definitely reduces the shock. It allows you to prepare and it soothes for the transition. Like it helps you transition to the next level because the last thing you want to do is praise an area that you are unhappy while looking back when you have greatness ahead of you. You'll never know the value of the greatness ahead of you if you're always looking back to what it used to be. 
so today's topic, you guys, I kind of, how I kind of do this is I, I, um, I pray about everything and I honestly, you guys, it's not necessarily scripted, but the way that the podcast is set up is I have the topics that have been most pressing to myself and what I've most commonly seen in culture. And then I try to draw those topics out by, um, a story and just learning from that, just so everyone knows that you aren't alone. One, two, we're absolutely shameless in the things that we have going on. And three, um, the testimony is more powerful than anything. So, um, when I was going through my notes, um, it said episode four was double mindedness. And I was like, well, I don't want to do that one. <laughs> I did not want to do double mindedness because. I mean, who put that there? Like, Sarah, why would you put that there? But I think I put that there completely forgetting that that was going to have to be a topic that I would have to talk about. And then one, um, then two, I wasn't, I couldn't talk about it from your perspective. I would have to talk about it from my perspective because I was there. So um, we're going to roll into double-mindedness. Um Double-mindedness is having the opposite and opposing um, thought process, opinion, understanding about one thing at the same time. Um, You know, in biblical times, or not biblical times, well, in the Bible, it says, let not that double-minded man think he will get anything from God. I think in the world, we say, um, make your words and your actions align. Um, and then we also say, you say one thing, you did another, that is double-mindedness. Okay. Um, and I think we're kind of clear on that, but I was more so concerned about why people are double-minded and not just people as in you, the listener, but myself as well, because that is something that I struggle with. So I had to ask myself, Sarah, what are the reasons why you're double-minded? And then I did a little bit more research and was like, hey, these kind of things are kind of synonymous with the same thing as your, your reasons. And then, you know, I, you know, I read some scripture, read, you know, you know, asked some friends, like, why, why would you say one thing and then do another? And then, I kind of concluded the same information across the board. Um, so double-mindedness is sitting between two thoughts, ideas, opinions, sitting in the middle um, at the same time. So when I look at myself, I would say the one reason why I have three reasons, y'all three and five is my number. So y'all just know that. Um, One reason why I have been double-minded in a thing has been fear. And I would say double-mindedness in relationships for me is my, that's my thing. Y'all like, don't, don't sign up for that because Sarah has the whole balcony, the whole, I got the whole stadium for that. Just pick another area. (laughs) So relationships um, and the fear of what if I get this wrong? What if I missed it? What if I heard it wrong? So then I'm like, all right, well, uh, we going to kind of be in a relationship, but we kind of not, right? That's still double-mindedness. So I'm like, dang, okay. Um, Another one is potential consequences. So what happens when you say, okay, I'm going to do it. And then now the consequences are... 
I don't know, you get laid off or you're with somebody who you absolutely hate um, or abhor later. Now you're like, well, I mean, I ain't really like them no way. Um, And that's okay because I was dating somebody the other time. Like that's still double-mindedness. And I think, you know, the other portion of that, the third reason is shame. There is nothing like committing to a thing and it blowing up in your face and you having to walk back and be like, yeah, so it was a grenade, you know, I got grenade particles in my body, like the effects are still here and it was not what I thought it was. Nobody wants to deal with those three. Like nobody wants to deal with the consequences of choosing wrong or doing something wrong, or I mean, I guess more so the process of it, you know, and you got a 50-50 chance. So I think those are some of the reasons why people are double-minded because you don't want to be wrong. You don't want to deal with the shame. You don't want to deal with the consequences. Um, And then the fear is crippling. You know, that's the first stage. Fear is crippling. You're like, nah, bro, I'm good. (laughs) We don't even have to do that. So um, it's an interesting thing. Um, Sometimes I don't even know that I am speaking to someone in this form until I am. So I had a client that I was working with and um, we had just gotten off a call and the call was encouraging. It was uplifting. Um, You know, she was like, Sarah, you're absolutely right. This is the great, this is a good move for my business. This is what's going to propel me forward. And um, I'm, I'm excited. You know, she got off the call 10 minutes later, she was in a group chat with some people who had opposing thoughts. And um, she said, you know, uh, you know, Sarah, she texted me about 10 minutes later after we got off the call. And then she was like, Sarah, like, I don't know, like, maybe this isn't such a good thing. And out of nowhere, y'all, I said, you can't serve both. And that was so just out there for me because I completely forgot this was business. And I told her, like, you can't serve both. And she was like, what? I was like, you can't get on the call and be uplifted encouraged, you know, excited, pumped up, and then get on a text message. And the very thing that we were uplifting about, they found ways to tear it down. You can't sit between both of those opinions, you know, um, you, you, you just can't. And it's really, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's the reality because we like to believe, I think the greatest myth is when I'm stuck between both decisions, I'll choose to not choose any of the decisions. I'll choose to not decide. But that's still stuck between the decision because you're choosing to not choose. Um, And another um, interesting story was with myself and dating. I um, I, I tend to... (laughs) Y'all told you mine is mine was I already told y'all where my air my arena was, but um in dating, I'll say, you know, like, man, you know, I, you know, I'm, I want to be married and you know, I want this family and I want this like unprecedented love and happiness. And then on the other foot, I'm like, I just want to be in my space, like, I just want to be myself, I just want to be here alone, me, myself, and I, we're vibing, we're rocking. It's like Sarah would. You can't choose both. Like, and then if I do get in the presence, I'm like, that's my cup. That's my, that's mine. Put it down. It's mine. And so I literally had to say like, Sarah, which one do you want to do? <laughs> do you want to be single with your items or do you want to be progressing towards something with shared items? And honestly, you guys, I have chosen 
I'm not going to tell y'all my answer though. I'm not ready for an accountability partner and that's just me being real, but whatever. Um, but I have, I have chosen my answer. And with that, I don't have to sit between two decisions. Um, so I did want to talk to you guys about double-mindedness and, um, just making sure that we're choosing, you know, we're not asked to be perfect. We're asked to be progressive. And even if the decision is the wrong decision, at least you chose the decision so you can grow from and know to not choose that again versus idling in the middle. And you don't know where you went wrong. So, you know, I can't leave you guys. I can't exit stage left, I guess click save to this episode without giving you guys a word for the week or for the month or for the year just depends on when you're listening to it and I would say that word for me from me to you is progressive um and I'm not talking insurance people because they're expensive ask me how I know Progressive is happening or developing gradually in stages, proceeding step by step. When I was doing my research on that definition, I I wanted, you know, we always want the cute version, but I was like, I, I want the honest version because it's easy nowadays to throw around words like, you know, progressive, ignite, um, creative, excel, accelerate. And we say them so candidly and we forget the meaning of it. So um, when I found this definition off of the Google.com, um, the fa- my favorite part was proceeding step by step. No matter what we're doing, how we're doing it, when we're doing it and who we do it with, let's make sure it's progressive. You know, um, let's go step by step not side to side but step by step there's no elevators so if you hop on one of those just prepare as quick as you go up prepare to come back down but when you're progressive you're taking step by step and when you take a step that's one foot in front of the other and you will stumble you could fall you could trip or you could walk and um, there's mistakes along the ways there's truths along the ways there's happiness there's joy there's sadness Um, but it's life and it's progressive. Um, I say that all to say, because that was something that I had to deal with myself. Um, when I first got laid off for my original job, I was actually on the table getting braces too. So (laughs) word to the wise, stop getting braces, Sarah. Um, but back in 2017, I literally was on the table when HR reached out to me and was like, Hey, um, you need to come into the office and bring your stuff. I was like, dad, they want to clean my laptop. That's what's up. (laughs) No, (laughs) they want to take their laptop. Um, and similar. So, um, I I couldn't beat myself up this time. I, I couldn't fall into a deep down depression, um, as I did previously. I couldn't unlearn who corporate America Sarah was to relearn that corporate America Sarah didn't exist. It's just Sarah who happened to work in corporate America, right? Um, and that's a progression. That's progressiveness. Um, so I no longer look for perfection, you guys, and I, I hope to encourage you guys to to not look for that either. Um, we progress daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, and so forth and so on. And um, just keep that close to you. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to the Sincerely Shameless podcast, where life experiences, relationships, and spirituality collide. I hope to see you next week.